0: menu option. Okay. Um, welcome to Arpanimi. This is Saratov. We're learning about the emergence of a new Taira. What does that mean? That sounds like kind of a chutzpah. Who's going to come along and say that there's a new Taira? And yet the whole sikhah is about the new Taira. Yesterday we talked about um, the concept of who's going to bring the new Taira into the world. First of all, what does it mean? What is Tarek And we, we, we went into it yesterday. It's really a revelation of deep secrets and also um, a change in halacha. But here's the question. Let's, let's talk today about that idea of a change. So we know, sorry, the Mashiach is going to bring this all in. Um, so today we always try to sort of take a, a psychological theme also before we do the sicha. So I would say that the, the psychological theme for today would be, how do I deal with change? do I do with the idea of just a changing world a changing reality a changing personality I'm getting older I'm getting younger uh, you know etc things are always changing but on the other hand things are always the same we're in a period now when because of our the virus and our not because of but the externals of there's a virus and there's a quarantine and all of that and everything is changing so the question is, where do we have the strength to understand change from the Sichat? So we're in um, the Sichat Shavuot, Tavshin Unalaf, and it's Gimel. And the question is the following. It's a Dabar Baru Mepharsh B'taira. It's a mitzvah that stands forever and ever and ever, That which is that there is no change in Torah, there is no subtracting and no adding in Torah. So that's the energy of there will be no change. We all recognize that feeling of, there will be no change. Everything, the way in education, in, 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 in eating habits, in, in relationships, there will be no change. This is what it is. This is what my great-grandmother always did, and there will be no change. And Tona says that everything I command you, don't add, don't subtract, subtract everything is revealed for us, our sons, etc. There will be no change. And yet... And who is the greatest proponent of Torah, Meisher Beinu, Mashiach, Meishu Gaorish and So they are the ones who are saying there will be no change. And what is Mashiach doing as the end of the, as one entity with Meisher Beinu? He's bringing in a new Taira. Isn't that interesting? He's saying Torah saying, and the greatest proponent of Torah in all of reality as the together with Maish with Mashiach. And and Torah says there will be no change. And Mashiach is bringing a changed Torah, new Torah. So what is that? We want to understand what it is, and it's really um, something pretty amazing. But it's really going to give us that ability to deal with, how do I deal with change? Do I have the wherewithal in my personality to deal with change, a changing world? I am who I am. I remember that everybody—it used to be there was a time in his, maybe the 80s. You now people say, "This is who I am." Oh, I know a very special woman, and she and her husband, Olave oh, Shalom, he just left the world. He used to say, "I'm not—you can't—you can't teach an old dog new tricks." And she used to say, I'm, you're not a dog, and this is not a trick." <laughs> so, but that—that—that that, that idea of. It's not going to change. I am who I am. It is what it is. And we're not... De- I'm sorry. Then goodbye. You know, I check out. There's a deeper reality available. Is it always jumping, jumping, jumping to new things? But what if I get to the point where I feel like I have nothing left within me? I can't change anymore. It's it's too disruptive. So where would... What will, what will I do in Mashiach time? What will I do as I emerge from my home out into a hopefully into a new world and how do I walk out of my home and create a new world which means a changed world I don't feel like changing where would I have the ability that means whoever I am now is no good so what's that all about so now going back to the sikhah we'll see how it brings it out the union of miiti HaDash just look at the words who's it coming out of from Hashem from his very inside and how? Through Mashiach. And why? How, why does it have to come through Mashiach? How does Mashiach pull it down? Because he's a Navi Gadol. What does that mean? Mashiach, the, Mashiach gets the Torah as... What does a, a, a Navi have? A direct communication from Hashem. Direct communication. the a very personal conversation. We read about, oh, we said yesterday, all these very strange conversations in Navi in the Sfarim in the of Navi about how Hashem is speaking to, to different Naviim, And one thing was decided. It's a personal conversation. It's for him and not for everybody necessarily unless he's told to tell it to us. But the conversation It's not a study session. It's not we're sitting down and we're learning the principles of Tire. It's not a study session. So if that's the case, it's a personal communication. Wait a minute. Very simple. We're gonna throw a monkey wrench in hi, hi, hi. we're gonna throw a monkey wrench in. So just have to press star six to, to mute, please. It's you throw a monkey wrench in, Torah Loshab That means Torah is not in heaven. Everybody knows that. As a Navi And a Navi does not have permission to come along and add new things to Torah. I was told this and that. That's very nice, all those stories that I'm not going to repeat of when two tanayim, many Tanayim argued about about a certain issue and one said, "A told me everybody knows these stories a baskol, a, he- a heavenly voice told me, so I know I, that that I'm right, and they said you may be right, and you may have heard a heavenly voice, but Torah is not Paschal in the heavens it's Paschal down here, right, and we know that those voice came down, you know, Hashem said, good for you, you know, good for you. Yashukai, good for you. That's what I wanted to hear. So it doesn't matter. Mashiach is having this communication with Hashem, this personal communication. So he's going to bring out this new Torah. Excuse me. You're breaking all the rules. Excuse me. And when we're talking about revealing all the secrets of Torah, um because we're talking about this these new secrets they're not actually coming down by by learning but torah remember just these four words torah it's coming directly out of hashem this new level of torah this deep level of torah it's not being sent down to any torah scholar it's just being sent down to one individual mashiach the only one and then he teaches it to everybody else. Now watch. He teaches it. He gets it as a direct communication. That personal c- communication. That's called... You know what that personal com- communication is called? Nevuah. Then he teaches it to us. By Nevuah? No. Then he teaches it to us through the principles of Tyra. I think, remember I said yesterday, the Rebbe would go to the aisle, have a very personal... Communication, deep, unprecedented personal communication with the Frieder Rebbe. They would be speaking with Hashem. However, that is whatever that's all about. I mean, it's not like I was there to. I wouldn't understand even if I saw it. And then the Rebbe comes back from the aisle, says a Sikha and then it's put into. Then all the sources are connect. It's connected to all the sources. A Gemara here, a Mishnah here, etc. First you get it as as Nebuah, then you teach it as Torah. Because it can't, this is not Torah. If you can't come along and tell me your divine communication, that is not called Torah. Call it a divine communication. Don't call it Torah. Don't say a new Torah. Excuse me, use the right names. It's not a new Torah if you had a divine communication. If you're lucky, that's called Nebuah. But in order to pull it down, in order to get this brand new thing, and we're going to see in a second, something that's deep within Hashem. Imagine, you have a friend. She tells you all her secrets except, you know, like we said, where the six million, six million. In order to get her to release that secret, and she really wants to, there have to be certain conditions. It's probably going to be, first of all, she's not going to tell you, um, while you're out, outside on Kingston Avenue, you know, and talking about it. She's not even going to say it on the phone because the phones are all bugs. <laughs> She's not going to say it in a public Zoom call. She's going to say it in a very private, quiet communication. Quiet place, quiet way, no one else can hear. It's a very private thing. There's no other way... There's no way you're squeezing out the secret from her about the $6 million that she has. And she wants to tell you. She says, listen, I really want to tell you where it is because, I don't know. I want you to know. Because uh, I don't somehow spend it and I want you to take it and use it for good things. And so, you know, here, here. like I am I became fabulously wealthy. But I'm not comfortable being the one who spends the money. And I, I want it, you know, and it looks a little tacky if I distribute it, you know, I sent to all these organizations, Tadaka, but it always looks anonymous. You know, who gave the 50,000 who gave, who gave 50, anonymously? So what I do is I'm going to give it to you. And you'll give out my $6 million my, that I want to use for Tadaka. And you'll distribute it. So I have to tell you which, where I keep it. Right? So until this moment, I wasn't ready. We weren't ready for whatever. Now I'm ready to give you the money. I'm not going to say this in a public call. It's just going to be um, <laughs> you and me, quiet communication. There's no other way. It's the only way it's happening that I'm going to tell you. So says Hashem, I also have a very private secret. Very, very, very private. Not only one secret. Infinite secret. What do I call it? It's, it's, I call it Torah Chadasha. It's my, the new level of Torah, the deeper level of Torah. That's in me, says Hashem, that I haven't yet decided to reveal for, for various reasons. The world wasn't ready. You weren't ready. It wouldn't have done good things to the world. The moment the time comes, literally the billy second that the time comes, I'm going to tell it, I'm going to, I'm going to communicate it in a very private communication with Mashiach. He's the only one I'm going to say it to and it's going to be in a particular way. That is not going to be through learning Torah. That is going to be called that conversation that I got him going to be having with Mashiach to tell him my deepest secrets. Hashem's deep, deepest secret secret is also where did he keep the six million dollars? You know the, you know where 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 that is one of his secrets. Where did he keep the wealth? Where does he keep all the spiritual wealth? And what is it? Send, give it. He's going to give out the spiritual wealth. He's going to give the money and tell Mashiach where to find the money so that he can give it out to everybody else. That's what Mashiach does. He is given access to the spiritual wealth and even the physical wealth to distribute to those who learn from him and who want to hear him and who want to then go distribute it to the rest of the world and be the leaders who con- constantly distribute this spiritual world wealth forever to the entire world. So it's going to, at some point, it's going to be a very public process, but the first step is quiet conversation between Hashem, God, and Mashiach. That quiet conversation has a name. It's called Nivua prophecy. That's the name of the process. It's prophecy. So in order to get prophecy, you have to be a prophet. You know, if I had prophecy coming down to me, I wouldn't know what it was. You know, I'll be quite honest. I mean, because I do healing work and, you know, we know in the world of healing, learning Hasidism from experience in healing, probably... A some percentage of all the sciatica that's reported by people who you know to be very sensitive souls is not really sciatica. I'm being very honest, it's not really sciatica, it's not really a stomach ache, it's not really migraines. It's having been told deep secrets from Hashem that you don't know what to do with and how to and how to take it and integrate it and send it out to the world. Having been already, we are already, we, we, you know, all the years since my Rabbein about all the Chabad Rabbein and especially this generation, the Darshvi, the seventh generation, and especially recent years, et cetera, et cetera, we are already being sent that spiritual wealth. And when we get confused, like, what, 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 what was that download? What, what just happened to me? If we're not prepared for it, it will manifest as a migraine, a backache, a, a knee problem, um, uh, et cetera. A slipped disc, almost guaranteed. I'm saying, that, I'm saying that from the world of healing. You know, we all know that in the world of healing, that half the ailments are from having a lot of stuff going on spiritually that we don't know what to do with. So we just tuck it into our body because we just can't deal with it. But clearly, right? So clearly it's designed, so that means I'm not a Navi. So if I would have that communication from Hashem, he would tell me the secret directly. I'd probably end up with a migraine. I don't know how to deal with it. Mashiach doesn't get migraines. Mashiach, no, he is a Navi, so he's able to accept Navua, meaning, we said, the private communication, the private secrets told him by Hashem. So how big a nabi does Mashiach have to get? He's getting the biggest secret of all of history. The deepest secret, like the secret. He's getting the secret. So he has to be a nabi guddle, a very great nabi, to be able to get take the secret. Interesting, though, nabi gadol, karavlameishervenin. Nabi guddle close to the level of meishervenin. Very interesting, those words. I, I, I don't know how to do, but not greater than Maishar close to Maishar What there's a lot in that I just don't know what it is and, and but the interesting thing is then don't call it Torah Hadashah don't call it a new Torah this is Navua. this is a private this is a private don't, don't this is not Torah Hadashah so what's going on over here so about that. that's one question and so ab- about the idea of the chidosh in halachas of Taira, um, there, th- we have one other question, of course, that, um, remember we said yesterday, Tara Hadashah also means, means two things. There will be deep sec- secrets. Hashem's going to tell me where $6 million is. He's going to tell me, his, he's going to tell Mashiach who will tell us the, the, his biggest secrets. He already is telling us. That's one part of Tara Hadashah. The other one is a change in halachas. Remember we just said, you're not allowed to change Torah. You're not allowed to add, you're not allowed to subtract, you're not allowed to change. So how? Well, so what's going on? So now the halachas are all going to change. But this really strange knife called the, the fin of the Leviathan which is the strangest, that sure doesn't look like a kosher knife to me, the halacha will say, yeah, yeah, you use that for shchita, for the sharabar, for sure, and then all the can eat it. So it's a... Com- What's going on here? And here is, is really something that's really quite astounding. astounding. Um, the question is, what is a Fiddish Tyra? What is specifically a, a Fiddish Tyra? We, I think we said yesterday, at Matan... I don't remember where I said what. At Matan Tyra, all the principles of Tyra were given to Myshur Deinu. Everything was give, given... I, I don't want to say, but so to speak, in suspended animation, it's all there. Maishar Bainu ben- has all the secrets of sequences, he did not specifically write a paper on which kind of Shabbat elevator you can use, and which, he did not. That was all there in, in potential. But, um, so when a Talmud vas- Vasik, when a, 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 a Talmud Chachum in this generation comes along, does he create something brand new? He simply, so to speak, puts his hand up and pulls, puts his brain up and pulls down something from that general body of all the klelem of Tyre that Maishra Bain was given, pulls one down, and now it's revealed. It was all just kind of one general, I don't want to say blob, but it was one general pool of Torah, infinite Torah knowledge, but nothing had a name. Only the things that Meisher you well, said, the Ten Commandments, the of Devarim, those had a name. Okay, but, but there were there there's infinite stuff of what Meisher Beno was given that hasn't yet been tagged. Let's say that. You know, you know, La we'll well, Anybody who does recordings or or any of that stuff, you know, you have billions of recordings. You haven't even marked them. You haven't tagged them. You haven't, you know, uploaded them, downloaded them. Right? We we know that. You know, all the emails. Are, that stuff, you haven't yet opened it, tagged it, anything. Most of what Meish was given hasn't yet been tagged. And it hasn't been, it hasn't been given a name yet. It hasn't come into the realm of something that you can say with words. And and it hasn't been brought into our world yet. A Talmud Chachim, a student, sits and learns Torah. And he pulls down one of them and he gives it a name, and he reveals something that wasn't revealed yet, it's his chiddush. So, again, so here's the question. Wait a minute. You can't change anything. You can't add, subtract, when you come up with a chiddush He didn't. It was there in, let's call it suspended animation, and he simply revealed it. Now, I want to jump to the psychological for a second. Think about this in our personal lives. We don't know who we are. We don't know what kind of kaikhus we have. The Rebbe has said, I forget which sicha, look it up, that we, I think Lechlecha of Tashin and Base, that we need to reveal kaikhus in us. You no, know, maybe it's actually the Shavuot, maybe in a couple of weeks. We need to reveal kaikhus in us that we don't know that we have. <laughs> okay, it, the Rebbe says. You know, you think that, I think it's coming up in a couple of weeks. You think you have kaiches that um, you haven't used yet. Of course you have to use them and reveal them. But we have to reveal the kaiches that we know don't know that we have. How do you do that? I'm not quite sure. But that means that if somebody asks you, are you able to do, you know, somebody could come to me and say, are you able to, um, next year I'd like you to, um, Perform at Carnegie Hall a viol- with violin. Of course, my answer is going to be, <laughs> I never played violin in my life. But uh, thank you. I, you must have, you know, you must have sent it the wrong email. You didn't mean me. That's a very honest answer. On the other hand, I'll give you an even more honest answer. I could say they said, "Can you do it?" And I really have to say, you never know. I don't know if I have the ability to become a concert violinist within the next year in me. could be. I don't know how to access it, but it very well could be. I don't know who I am. Nobody knows who they are. I think, I mean, uh, you know, people often say, you really have to know yourself. I say, well, good luck. I don't know how you know yourself. I don't know myself. How can I know myself? If they're ever saying that, that all the keiches that I don't know that I have and nobody else knows that I have, I need to reveal. He's telling me, I don't know myself. You know, besides that 90% of, 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 90 to 95% of what goes on with us is subconscious. We don't know what's in the subconscious. It's subconscious. It's under the conscious brain. So if I say, well, I really know myself. I'm not a musical person. How, that, was, that was yesterday. I don't know. Won't it be funny if next year there I am performing at Carnegie Hall with violin? Of course it takes work to bring it out, but who knows what's inside, how much wealth is inside. That's one of the things that Chassidus is telling us. Who knows the intense wealth that is hidden within each every yid? And that means I, I can't ever say, oh, I know myself, I don't, I don't know how much wealth is hidden in me. Five million, you know, how much spiritual wealth in me is hidden in me? How much talent? How much ability? How would I know? A little bit. That's why a little bit we ask each other, do you think I'm capable of learning to play violin? And some people might say no, and some people might say, yeah, I could see you doing it. I have no visibility. So here we're talking about, going back to this, a level of Tyra that nothing new is added. The Tyra says you can't add anything new. So, so here the Rebbe is saying, what? nothing new is added. This is just pulling out, revealing the stuff that was in there that nobody saw. That's all. So if a person, if a person, a, a scholar, sits and learns and he pulls something down from Myshur Beinu's general pool and now he tags it, the scholar tags it and gives it a name and becomes his chidosh. So it's similar to Taru HaDosha. Meaning even though Matsintyira was one time ooh we need to ooh, on the other line, we need to um, Sylvia, we need to mute on the other line, even though um, uh, it's called Tair- t- Mattyira was a one time thing we t- called tyra hadsha, Maira was a one time thing, and it will never happen again, and it says very clearly it will never happen again, but every as we said, everything was given to Ba Shabanin in the future it 's just that the the lock will be unlocked and it will be allowed out. And I want you to see, there's something amazing here. The Chedushim and Tyra that now, you know, a scholar sitting and learning and he pulls it out to Yigiya. He works with his brain, which is very limited, and he pulls it down. Wow, you got it. So that means before that, this idea was revealed, um, it was still, you know, it was still in... Um, in Tyra in a way that it has Yukaiva Adam and so it was still in a level of Tyra that that is waiting for somebody to come and pull it down. It's called it has a name. I want you to see two boxes. The you know, the green box and the purple box. The green box has a name on it. Hellem Shigeshna Babitsius. Okay? Meaning the green box. UPS just delivered a green box. It's called something that's hidden that exists. Something that's hidden that exists. Okay, right? I know when I get a box from UPS, when I get a box from Amazon, I pretty much assume, I don't know, I, you know, first of all, we have to figure out who, who's it's for. Okay, it's for me. Wow, it's like a birthday present. Wow, I wonder what's in there. I pretty much assume... Let's say a birthday present. I pretty much assume that if you're going to be bring me a big box, beautiful wrapping paper, it could be inside is the teeniest, tiniest thing, a toothpick holder, who knows. But I'm pretty sure there's probably something in there. It's hidden now, but there's something there. I just can't see it. And, and instructions, do not open until after Shavuos. Okay, so guess what? For me, it's hidden. It's as if it doesn't exist. But I kind of know there's something. It, it exists. That's, that's like the Torah that we learn now. There, it's hidden. It hasn't yet been tagged. And a, and a scholar will work with his intellect, and he pulls it down, and boom, he's got it. He pulled it out. He threw off the wrapping paper, and there it is. He came up with a chiddush. Okay? Good. Now, let's look at the other box. I have another box. It's purple. You know what's it's called? Helam she'ena the Messias. It's something that I know it's, it's hidden. I can't get it out. There's no way to get it out. It's under lock and key, and there's no, there's no key. I cannot open this box. You know, it has a code. It's, it's, it's a, they delivered a metal box, and it has a code. Or a key, and they they threw away the key. They never. Even, there's no way to get it out. That's teruah I can't get it out. I can sit and learn for the next 85 years. I will never pull it out because it's a level of hidden secrets. Remember, God has his deepest, deepest, deepest secrets, and He keeps it in the purple. He has the deep secrets that he keeps in his green box. He says, work really hard and study really hard and work with the principles of Tyre and boom, you're going to get it. And you you pulled it out. It's no longer hidden. You took out one of my secrets and now you call it your Chiddush. And I want you to. And he said, then I have all these secrets that there's nothing you can do to get them out. That's the purple box. There's nothing you can do to get it out. The Taira Chadasheh that will be revealed in the future a person cannot reveal them. So how am I, Okay. So how am I going to... Okay, so why are we talking about it? If I can't ever have it, <laughs> why are we talking about it? Because Hashem says, no, no, no you're going to have it. Well, how am I going to have it? Right? That's the riddle. That's the riddle. How am I going to have it? So, wait. I, I, I want to open up the call. This is the the, tongue, the tweet... The, the riddle. I'm going to open this up. One second. One second. menu option. Okay, okay so how do, we, how do we get them out? How do we get the secrets out? Here's the riddle. Let's, let's take it, but wait, before I tell you the answer, picture one more thing. So picture, remember, there's the box. And there is a key. One box. They're both metal metal boxes. And there is very precious stuff inside. Very, very, very precious stuff inside. One box, the green box, you do have the key. But this key, you know, really to get the key, you kind of have to get on a plane and go to Australia. And when you get to Australia, you have to go. And it's it's a lot of work to get that key. And then come back and then it's very, I'm just saying that that one box, you have to go to the ends of the earth. To get the key. But once you get the key, you open it up and you can get the treasures inside the box. The other box, by the way, that, what would that look like in Torah learning? You mm-hmm. work and work and work with your intellect till you get it. The, the other box, the other box is, no ma- there's no key. I cannot, there's nothing I can do to get this stuff out. And there are all these pressures, precious treasures in the key, in the box. So what do I, am I ever going to get the treasures? Yeah, for sure. How do you know? What do you mean? It says, that's what we're learning. Hashem says, I'm going to give you my secrets, my deepest, deepest secrets. You're going to find out where my money is. You're going to find out all, where all my spiritual money is and my physical money, and and you're going to figure out what to do with everything, all the deepest secrets. You're ready? You're going to have it. And forget it. This time you're going to be ready for it, and you're not going to get migraines. You're not going to get have sciatica or knee problems or any of that stuff. It's, you're going to be ready for it. So it's going to go to where it has to go. You'll be ready for these secrets. So how, how are the secrets going to come out? So this only five-year-olds, by the way, only five-year-olds could figure this one out. Like in a minute. They'll say, one second, the one who's inside the box opens the door and he lets it out. Or let's say we have two rooms. The one who's inside the room where there's no key, the the, the one who's inside the room, he opens the door <laughs> from the inside. Uh, yeah, you have to be five years old to think of that. You definitely have to be five years old to think of that. One second, I want to make sure we're still recording. Okay, so you have a valid menu Okay, there's somebody echoes here. So you have to, that's it. The five-year-old knows very clearly. I guarantee you, you, line up a class of five-year-olds who aren't afraid to think. Maybe you have to, at this point, you have to have three-year-olds. You know, five-year-olds are already a little bit, uh, <laughs> the three-year-olds is still thinking. You, you line up a bunch of three-year-olds, but let's say, you know, bold five-year-olds, and you ask them all these questions. What do you mean? Whoever's inside the room is going to open the door from the inside. Right, 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 right. Okay, so what does that mean, Tarakadasha? Hashem says, duh. Hashem doesn't say duh, but so to speak. Hashem is saying, I'm going to open the door from the inside. Me'iti, from the inside. And I'm going to send it out. What am I going to send out? The deepest, deepest secret that you, you cannot open up from outside. You cannot get the key. I'm going to send it out. It's called, what are these secrets called? They have a name. They're called something that's so concealed that it can't be revealed. That's his deepest secret. Something that's so concealed that it can't be revealed. Now let's go back to the idea of, of playing violin. So all of us next year, okay, who's taking the challenge? We're going to do, you know, never, but it has to be somebody who never played violin and isn't musical, right? We all take the challenge. A year from now, um, it, do you believe that it's possible? I don't know. You know, I'm not sure if I'm willing to do the work. Do you believe it's possible to become top, really very top violinist? The honest answer has to be, I don't know. That part of me is it's something that something that's so concealed in me, it can't be revealed. I can't see it. You can't see it. Only Moshiach well, can see it in me and say, "I want you to do this." Um, I want to stop for a second to tell really a very very special story. I'm trying to. I thought heard it on one of those Zoom calls. Wow! And I have it out of context, but it was very very powerful. Uh, um Somebody. He was. I can't remember how it happened, but he he ended up. He was working with. You know interracial youth things or whatever. And I think there was, this, there was this teenage boy who I think had done some really not good things and maybe some not good things to Yidden or something. I, I'm really ruining the story. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago that it was told. And um, this chassid was, was in contact with um, this man who was dealing with black youth. And the man dealing with black youth said, oh, you're going to the Rebbe can I, for a dollar on Sunday. Can I come with you? So the Chassid said, okay. They sort of had something going. They were working out. Okay. And then the youth leader asked, can I bring some of my youth? So so the, the Chassid said, okay. So they all show up. And guess who's there in the group? This kid who really whatever he beat up somebody something and he really you know he had really up, he had beaten up a yid something really not okay and and the chassid again I don't remember who it was and I just remember hearing pieces of the story he thought oh my goodness what am I doing I'm going to bring this kid to the rebbe and in my group and what it, this criminal and who hurt what what in the the kid was. You know, from, you know, totally messed up, broken home, you know. Uh, right? And, and that's why he was beating people up. He was, you know, was kind. He was ready to go to jail. You know, he did probably five times. There's no way you can stop it. So they each go pass by the river, and the kid comes out. You know, the kid's not exactly a very polite, natural actual kid. The kid comes out, and he's shaking. I think he's 15 years old or something like that. And he said, wow, 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 what a holy man. (laughs) And he said, the rabbi told me that I should become a doctor. That I have the potential to be a very, very good, good, very great doctor and I should become a doctor. You know, can you imagine, this is a kid, no one ever said anything positive to him in his entire life. You know you don't become a criminal from nothing he was you know probably beaten up all his life, et etc. Nobody ever said anything good to him. He said the i fifteen I, I, year old the rabbi told me that I have the potential to be, become a great doctor I should become a a doctor and so and every nobody knew what to say to him anyway. the kid got older he 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 got his GED, so he decided right after that, you know, of course he dropped out in who knows what grade, sixth grade or something. He wasn't exactly sitting in school. He was on the street for years. But he, right away, he took himself in hand. He got his GED. He got into college. He got into medical school. Became a doctor. Had a family, et cetera. Opened up a nice practice. Doing very nicely. Very, you know... Medically successful, doing good things for people. Who would see this potential in this boy and bring it out? Believe it or ever. Nobody would believe. So if somebody says to you, you know, you think this boy could become a doctor, like, yeah, like I'll become a concert violinist. But who know, you don't know who you are. This is a level of the concealed secrets that are not even revealable. It's called Helam Shein of the Messias. So the only one who can reveal them is Hashem himself. He sees the secret. He knows the secret that it can come to fruition. And he's in partnership. He tells it to Mashiach. He tells Mashiach, this boy can do that. This boy can become a doctor. And this woman can become a concert violinist. And this man can become that. And this child can become that. And this. He tells those secrets. Who's, who's capable of what? He sends them from inside the room out. Nobody can even access those secrets. He opens the door and sends out the secrets. Who each of us really is and can become. That's part of Tara Hadashah. All the deepest hidden parts of Tyra, secrets about Hashem, God himself, secrets about truth, secrets about the world, secrets about you and me, secrets about everything, secrets about Mashiach, all these secrets, these are the ones he's been holding on to, and he opens the door and he sends them out piece by piece to Mashiach, who then brings them to us. So it's called the Chiddush. It's called something brand new, because it couldn't be revealed before. It's called Tarech Hadashah. It's completely, infinitely higher than the Torah in this time. The Torah that we learn in this world is nothing compared to the Torah of Mashiach. So, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. Now, remember that the secrets that are given, remember it's Nebuah. But now, to give it to us, he needs to teach it to us through the principles of Torah. So all this Taira is just the stuff that's been sitting and waiting to be revealed. Some of it could be revealed and most of it cannot be revealed unless Hashem decides himself to send it out. That, that's the amazing thing. So, by the way, um, one we're just going to look at this for a second and see where it takes us. So this, this tells us about ourselves. Most of who we are and what we are is totally concealed. Let's finish this little part. So, these two parts, though, um, remember what we said Tara Chadasha is? One, secrets of Tyra, deepest secrets, we said that, um, and it can't be revealed by a person, we can't pull it out, only by Hashem himself, we said that, and it's completely higher than anything that I can understand. So, all that stuff, by the way, when Hashem is sending out those secrets, for instance, Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai. He didn't really have to even hide the Zohar. You think anybody would have understood it? If I, you know, I think I'm going to go to the bookstore and buy myself a copy of the Zohar. <laughs> Nobody has to hide it from me. I won't understand it anyway. The, these secrets. But, but we're saying that when Hashem sends out these level, this level of secret that um, I'm not going to understand. First of all, what's it going to do for me? it's going to totally transform me from the inside out. I don't understand what it is, but it's going to totally transform me. But, Torah is not in heaven, so it has to come down here. Therefore, when it comes out of heaven and it comes down here, only Mashiach himself can be the interface. As we said, he gets it as a direct secret. And he interfaces it to all of us down here need to figure, learn it intellectually. Because if I'm given those, if, if Hashem opened the door and sent that stuff to me, I would have migraines. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. It has to be, it has to go through the, it has to go through an interface. Picture two compartments. One compartment is the compartment of Nebuah. Mashiach has two compartments, so to speak. The compartment of Nebuah and the compartment of Torah learning. He gets these secrets in a communication called Nebuah. And then he moves them over to the, the compartment called Taira. And then we get it. And we get it. And he's going to teach all of us. According to according to our capabilities. that means that the highest things that are called, the hidden secrets now that are, are called Taira Khadasha will be grasped by my brain. So I just want, I want, I want to, before I finish this last piece, to stop on that for a second. Do, we, do you see what we're saying? Our brains are going, to, are, are going to be upgraded. I think we'll stop with this. Our brains are going to be upgraded because the secret, right? It's not a secret that I can understand intellectually. I also am not on the level where if I, if I get that kind of divine flow, I'm just going to end up with a migraine because I'm not going to understand what's happening to me. Mashiach himself is so expert at, he's fine with the divine communication. That's, right? He's Mashiach. He also, he's fully a Navi, so he does well with those communications. He's also fully a to- Torah scholar, right? All the, everything the Rambam says about the, how you are, Mashiach is a, a Torah scholar and he, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. He's fully, fully, fully a Torah scholar, fully. The best of the best. And he's fully, fully, fully a Navi, the best of the best. So, in these two identities, I mean, Lahaval, I don't want to say, but, you know, there are some people who are um, American Israelis because of where they grew up or whatever. You wouldn't, I, you know, seriously, you're Israeli? Your accent is perfect American. Like, really? You sound like you were born in New York. And then they go to Israel, and people say, you know, you're Amer- how do you know English? Perfect English. So how is it, you're fully them, and you're fully, totally Israeli, totally American. Both, 100%. That's how you're able to, right, usually get a job as an interpreter in the UN if you are that. Moshiach is fully a Navi. Send him the secrets. Hashem, if somebody want to send your deepest secrets to, there's only one and only that can, that, can, that can receive them. But that doesn't do us regular people any good. Not any good, but not enough good. Because, so, yeah, he's sending us all these amazing revelations. That's great. And we're getting all these upgrades, and we don't even understand what's happening. And that's one thing that's happening. we are sitting in our homes now, in this upgrade time, and not all parts of it are nice at all, but we are sitting from Purim to Shavuot in our homes, in this upgrade time, with the excuse that Hashem created of a virus, the, you know, the cloak around it is like, oh, it's because of a virus. We're not sitting in our homes because of a virus. We're sitting in our homes because we've come to a point in history where the upgrade is happening to all of mankind, and especially those who learn these things. So the upgrade is happening in two ways. The Navua part, the ability for us to feel that something is happening. Something is happening, right? Everybody feels it. Something is happening now, and the ability to deal with something and the unknown something is getting easier for people. We've gone through this boot camp period where it's getting easier. You know, what's going to be when we come out of our homes and what's going to be in the future? Everybody says one thing, we don't know. Oh, right, right, we don't know. That realm, the hidden realm, we don't know. But we're getting used to switching the fear of the unknown to the excitement of the unknown. That's a big switch. So that, Mashiach himself is running the whole thing. What do you think? But you think that just, wow, when it's all over, Mashiach will come. Mashiach is running the whole thing. Mashiach comes into the world way before all this stuff is all over. He's running the whole thing. Remember that those who are leading the world, maybe everybody will be leaders of everybody else, There has to be a process in which Mashiach draws down a certain energy so that people are able to believe in their own deep inner secrets, good secrets, that they don't know about. And at the same time, right, that's the, you know, and so Tarek This this communication happens to Mashiach and he's sending it to us, but the way he's sending it to us is through the learning of Torah. He embeds the secret. Imagine this picture, all the secrets are pink. The ones nobody could get to. They all so they start coming out and the Shia is, is carrying a big sack, I mean I'm making it sound so He's carrying a big sack of, of pink secrets. And then he embeds all the pink secrets into Torah. And then and he teaches us this Torah. He says, learn this and learn that and learn this and learn that. He just embedded all the pink secrets into them. And then we learn the Torah. you know what happens when we're learning that, that Torah. The pink secrets start to come out into us. So it's not just we're getting information. We're getting more information about the deep secrets of Hashem. It's more than getting information. Wow, seriously, what was the secret? That, uh, what do you think Hashem's big secret is? It's not only getting his secrets, the secrets, the secrets, and the deeper secrets of life, but also this relationship with Hashem. That's embedded in the learning. When we're learning this this Sifa, embedded in it is all the, are all those pink secrets which change me and you. We become deeper people, we become bigger people, and people who start to believe that we may have access to all kinds of deep hidden stuff, like the pink stuff. Came into the right, went into the Sikhs and the Maimaram, the pink secrets, and I learned them, and they went into me, and now I have all these this potential. It's like I have this direct line to Hashem's secrets, and I have I have an ability to somehow co-create with Hashem in infinite infinite good. Meaning to say it in a simple way, because we're going to pull it all together. It's not only, I, we're not only learning now to find out. We could say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm on this call and I'm learning now because I want to know, maybe maybe the sikhah talks about what's going to happen when we come out of quarantine. Yeah, it does. It does. It's also telling us that I get to be a part of deciding what happens when we come out of quarantine. It's not only, you know, well, is it written here somewhere? When, you know, when is this thing over and when can I, you know, will they open up the swimming pools this summer or not? That is one of the secrets embedded in here. But also, I get to be a part of making that decision. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, that, by the way, that's one of the secrets within Tarek HaDash Amin Who you are and how big your capabilities are. It's an unbelievable thing. Who you are in relation to, to Taira, who you are in relation to Hashem. One of the, one of the secrets embedded in Taira Kadasha is how big you really are and how influential you really are. We thought we were small. Because the classical Taira says, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You know, you're grub, the meat dice and you know. And why do the Rebbe's, holy eyes, have to look at my ugly face and all that? That was the classical way, and there was a point of it. You know, flatten yourself to the point where you're able you're able to receive from Hashem. That was the, the standard way to, and it was true, and it is true. But it has, a, and the opposite is, you know, know who you are. You're a piece. You've come from worms and maggots, and you know all that stuff, and it's true. Or you're going back to worms and maggots. I don't know. Whatever it is. Not such a big Chabad approach. It's true. But it's only half the equation. Know who you are. You're giant. You fill the whole world. You have to be totally transparent. But you're giant. And and you have to know who you are. That's one of the secrets. So. um us figure out how to do this here. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to go into that part. So. So that's the inyan of the, of the deep secret. So to, to summarize it all, the part of Tarek Hadasha that's called deep secret, remember there too, there's also a change in the which we'll deal with tomorrow. The part of the Tarek Hadasha that's deep secret, there's nothing new added. It's just finally the door is opened and it starts to come out. And obviously, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a sneak preview. Remember the knife that is going to be used to Shekh to the Sharabar. Remember that knife? And it's very strange because it's a ridged knife. It looks like ridged potato chips. And we know that that is a very not kosher knife. Very, very. Except then, it will be, it will be kosher. Why? Why do you need a ridged knife? Why do you need a, a, a plain, why do you need a very, um, a knife that's very, uh, what's the word, I forget, but un, without any nicks, you know, very, 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 very ooh, wow, I don't know, but no nicks, very smooth. Because the shita should be just one thing, like, not in stages, like that. Imagine, though, a shita that happens in stages. Now it's not considered kosher, but can you see the need for this whole thing? Hashem's opening the door; He's sending out these deep secrets. Um, So far, every time He sends out deep secrets, I get another headache or stomach ache or something like that because I'm, I'm not ready for them. I don't know how to deal with them, you know. And I think it's because I shouldn't have had pizza last night. It's not the pizza. I'm not telling, I'm telling you this from Chassidus, but I'm telling you also from the world of healing. we all, You know, all the healers like, oh, yeah, she said she had, yeah, she said it was a pizza. It's not the pizza. It's there was stuff in my life that I wasn't uh, a vessel to deal with. But the healers talk about the stuff in my life that I wasn't a vessel to deal with is, you know, the ugly stuff. I didn't want to face that, uh, face what, you know, my boss was planning to lay everybody off permanently i didn't want to face it so i got a headache right i didn't want to face it the ugly truth here's the rabbit's coming along and saying the delicious truth i can also get headaches from delicious truth much as from ugly truth so all the healers are saying <laughs> she thinks it's the pizza that gave her a stomachache, eh? but really but really it was she kind of suspected she kind of knew she knew that her boss was going to be laying everybody off and she you know she couldn't deal with the stress okay And they get stuck at thinking that's the deepest secret. We know the truth. The deepest secret is not an ugly secret. The deepest secret is so magnificent and so beautiful. We also, it's so incredible about who you are and who Hashem is and who Hashem is and and what Tireh is and what truth is and what the world is and where we're going and how it's going to be and all that. It's so delicious and so amazing. Believe it or not, like, wow, that kind of secret would never give me a headache. Uh, Yeah? Really? Try it. Remember, if you're not a vessel for something, if if you have the the, the $500 bottle of, bottle of wine and the white cotton tablecloth that no stains come out of it, you know, like it's not the one it's not the one wash and wear. This one gets red, you know, it's it, it's ruined. And I and somebody's pouring the wine into the into the cup into the becher. Beautiful. Then the next person comes along and they're pouring the wine. And somebody get, they get distracted and they move the cup by mistake. And, and now you have wine pouring without a cup. A big mess. A big mess. That we all understand. When there are secrets coming out of Hashem to me, and I'm not ready, I haven't made myself into a vessel, a cup, for those secrets, it can create a big mess. This is basic Chesidus. And therefore, I could end up, God forbid, with a headache and have a, a, a stomachache and a sciatica and, this, and all these other things. Therefore, it wouldn't be a good idea. This principle we understand. It wouldn't be a good idea for him to tell us all in one shot. I'm, I'm not a vessel for it. So the knife, and we'll see later at the, towards the end of the stichet, the knife that's used to shecht, does the shechita in stages. One, two, three, four, gradual stages. I need these secrets sent out to me from inside Hashem's private vault. He wants to send them to me. Who else is he going to send them to? He wants to send them to each and every one of us because he wants us to be these leaders that spread the light of Mashiach in the whole world, now and in Yemaisa Mashiach. Who else is he going to send them to? So he's saying, "Hey guys, I'm sending out. I'm opening the door now. I'm sending out the secrets." But he also knows that if we're not ready for the secrets, we're just, you know, going <laughs> to have to take, you know, more more Tylenol. So he says, "I'll do it gradually, just like a knife. If it had ridges, it would cause a shchita that's gradual, step by step by step, not in one shot. Gradual." So, too, this whole process. Wait, we need to, we need, how did we not, how did we not um, mute people? This whole process. Oops. Been raised. What's that? So, this process. Hello? And, Hello? yeah, one, sec, one second. Wait, we're trying to mute everybody. This, this whole process ends up being a gradual process so that we can absorb these secrets in the most magnificent way, in a way that, me on my level, you on your level, she on her level, each one when they are ready as they are ready. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the knife that we're going to speak about, the, the fin of the yasin. It's designed to elevate me and the world at my level, on my, on my terms, at my own pace. So, and that's an unbelievable thing, everything. And who, who, who knows me better than Mashiach himself? He knows where I'm up to, what I'm capable of. He sees how far I can go. He sees my deepest potential. And he sees where I'm up to, where my resistance is. And he works with me step by step by step, step in perfect harmony to help me move forward into that place where my deepest secret about my potential can sync up with Hashem's deepest secret and Tayra's deepest secret so that we can have the Gula Mitzvah and be leaders of the world, spreading that light and warming the world with that light forever and ever and ever. So it should be, we should find ourselves before Shavuot in that situation, in the Besam Ezekiel Shlishi now.